Hi there, you're listening to Paul's Podcast. I have a quick favor to ask you. Please go to your favorite artist, whether his or her name or their name is Kanye West, Chloe and Halley, Drake, whosoever artist that you stand. Please go to them and tell them to make better music. Thank you. Okay, that was a harsh introduction. <laughs> but hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. You're listening to Paul's podcast. And today I will be talking about Billboard Hot 100. So I want to talk about music in general, but I want to talk about it in the context of Billboard Hot 100. So just to introduce you to it, Billboard Hot 100 is basically a charting list of the songs that are popular in the current week. So the main criteria of you being on the top or on the bottom of the Billboard Hot 100 is whether have you sold some music? Have you... Have people listened to your music? Are you getting a lot of streams? Are people requesting your music on the radio? Like, it's a lot of criteria that you need to go through in order to, like, get to the top of the Billboard Hot 100. But the main topic today is whether the Billboard Hot 100 tells you if your fave's music is actually that good. Now, we know that the music has evolved. Definitely, it has evolved. And you could go back to maybe the Billboard Hot 100 of April 2010, where you'd find music from Rihanna, Beyonce, like top 10 music that you definitely know that you've heard and you definitely like are in love with. Just to mention a few. And um, please note that I'm not like reading an actual billboard hot 100 but i can just give an example so you'd find rehab maybe from rihanna and justin timberlake you'd find diva from beyonce you'd also find keisha you'd find taylor swift you'd find adele you'd find kanye west you'd find watch the throne like you'd find a lot of different music that you've definitely heard and you're like yeah this definitely deserves to be on the top 10 of the billboard hot 100 and then you come to the Billboard Hot 100 that is currently like trending right now. So then you have Kiss Me More, which some people haven't heard by Doja Cat. You have songs from BTS like Bata. And honestly, I only know the titles because they are always like on the top of the Billboard Hot 100. You have songs like Way Too Sexy by Drake. You have songs like Fair Trade. You have songs like Justice by Justin then Bieber you have like a lot of different songs most songs you have heard and some songs you probably haven't heard for me personally I haven't heard at least 70% of those songs like in, on the top 10 of the Billboard Hot 100 I've obviously heard Kiss Me More because it's literally everywhere like on terms of TikTok which by the way is another episode on how TikTok actually influences the sales of the music but that's another episode so today we're going to be talking about how much the billboard hot 100 doesn't tell you whether your faves music is good so let's start with bts 
and i do have a friend who really loves bts and i'd love to tell them right now trauma it's not that deep <laughs> like i love you i love you very much i i'm not a fan of the bts but i i appreciate them i guess but then this is an episode where i just want to like make an example of them okay so with bts right they have a lot of stands like i've actually seen on twitter where one of the stands was like guys we need to get a gofundme to make sure that we buy bts music and they pulled through one thing about those fans like they buy the music they make sure that it stays on the top one of the hot 100 and the thing is with bts music it's some of them is some of it's it's in english and some of it's like in korean so the fact that they are korean artists who are on the i would say english bobot hot 100 is iconic you know like it's not something that people usually do like they always break charts on whether um you know it's the first korean act which is on the billboard top 10 it's the first korean act to achieve this many streams it's the first korean like it's a moment for them it's a moment for korean people it's a moment for actually the world you know so props to them you know props to the fans props to like whosoever does that you know but then my main point about this is the fact that just because it's on the top one of the billboard hot 100 does not make it does not make it a good song and for me i'd also have like a criteria and to what exactly is a good song so the first criteria i have is consistency if your song is not at least top one or like top five for like a lot of weeks at least five or six then i don't think it's that good like it the thing is with washed out music for example like curve mercy by chloe that was a bad song that 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 was a bad song like let's just get it out there that was a bad song because it debuted on the top 20 of the billboard hot 100 which was the highest um debut for chloe and Halley as an act like ungodly hour do it and all of the singles that they released from ungodly hour did not even make it to the top 20 so it was the highest right but then from top 20 it went to number 56 and then it was out so that's when we were like oh this is actually a bad song it's good for tiktok but it's a bad song and that is okay you know so you have songs like butter which were debuted which debuted on the number one billboard hot 100 right and then the next week um probably they were on number five and then the next week they're on number 15 and the thing is with billboard hot 100 every new week artists release music so artists will also want to be on the billboard hot 100 so for example if when drake released certified lover boy he occupied the entire top 10 list of um the billboard hot 100 which i don't think was the first time he's actually done that because like when we talk about drake that is a charts person like he dominates the charts and he makes sure that people buy his music people love his music and that is a good thing like it's not a bad thing it's a good thing you know but then on the next week all of the songs on the top 10 and i'm not joking all of the songs on the top 10 which were from drake were all below the top 10 and it was back 
like Kisling was back on the top 10, Justice was back on the top 10, Montero, Call Me By Your Name was back on the top 10. Do you guys, like, listen to this. Montero was released at least in July or not even July or may at least you know and kiss me more was released even before then i remember i listened to kiss me more the first time and i was going to work so it was probably april so it's still on the billboard hot 100 why not be and the thing is you have to understand the fact that doja cat is not a promoting artist you know you know like she never promotes her music like she just takes it out she posts about it and then after that she just lives her life like she plays games on twitch and she's just like uh she's I, w- I wouldn't say like she's like a normal person but she's not a normal person because normal people would be like hey guys please go listen to my song please go do that yeah now she just put out she just puts out her song and then after that she's like well you listen to it it's fine you don't listen to it it's fine like she doesn't care that much about charts and her fans for example me we really want Doja Cat to like have her number one song because like Kiss Me More has been consistent on the top. I don't even think it has left the top 10. Oh wait, it only left at the time when Drake um, released his album and then occupied the entire top 10. And then literally guys, the week after that, all of his songs were off the top 10 chart. So it goes back to show you the fact that if an artist like sells music like Drake and with the drake and kanye west um debate which i am gonna get on but i first need to listen to both of their albums you can definitely see the fact that these people are not selling you know and that is okay but the thing is with selling there are people also out there like tinashe who released 333 which is an amazing album by the way like you should definitely go listen to it um None of her songs actually charted on... No, um, her single charted on the Billboard Hot 100. But the thing is with Tinashe, she is an independent artist who is only under Rock Nation. And Rock Nation doesn't actually promote that much. Um, we see from artists also from Snow Aguilera, who also released her album Temporary Highs in Skies, I think. Um, none of her songs actually charted on the Top 100. And you also have Yeba, who released Dawn which was like an entire album which was so good and the first time like guys yeba is an artist who has been around for at least seven to eight years the first time she ever she ever charted on the billboard hot 100 was the song with drake that she literally carried on her own and after that she was like out of the thing because you know she was out of the charts because um yeah, because of inconsistency, man, and the fact that people get tired of your music because your music is not good enough. And that is, like, my main point. Like, just because your fave has, like, charts and is um dominating on the charts does not mean that it's a good song. And that is okay. You, I, The thing is, also with charts, you need to understand the fact that there are record labels out there who literally force these artists to make um to make a bunch of singles and just put out a lot of singles to make sure that they are still on the charts and we've seen this for example from um ariana grande who released sweetener and it was not that it was good like for me personally it's probably one of her best albums but it did not chart as much because she had a lot of influence from pharrell and missy elliott and a lot of you know like most fans from ariana grande are white so 
yeah partnering with pharrell wasn't the best move and so they did not buy her music and then she went back to like thank you next like literally six months after she then released thank you next which charted like i think it also had like top like all of the top three on the billboard hot 100 it was only her songs so my point is you see you have artists like that who are under these record labels who are trying to make sure that you need to chart or else you're gonna leave the record label and the thing is with record labels it's a whole like that like joining a record label is definitely one of the things that artists are avoiding right now but then you have artists who join it because they need to like be managed and they need their songs sent to the radio like it has a lot of advantages but then those advantages bring disadvantages because you you have artists who really like want to take their time into doing their albums but then they get pushed by these broad sorry not by these broadcasts sorry but then they get pushed by these record labels who definitely want you to sell more music to make more singles and to just um like i don't know like bet make a lot of music that is gonna chart so that we can point back and be like you know it's because they are in rock nation it's because they are under parkwood entertainment that they are selling this much songs so i guess that is the episode for today thank you so much for listening and i wanted to also announce the fact that i'll be having one category for my podcast which is pop culture i feel like it's much more easier to actually record for pop culture and with this episode that you're listening to right now i only recorded it in one take and it's not even gonna be hard in terms of editing and whatnot and research is not going to even be a lot because i'm really interested in pop culture and it's much easier to record and i feel a lot happier creating content on pop culture so thank you so much for listening and i hope to see you next week bye